Golight presents the Talking Bollocks podcast. Episode 76 of the Talking Bollocks podcast brought to you by Gowlow, the home of Irish podcast. It's me, Terry Flower. It's me, C.O.B. And this week we're joined by... Lindsay Bennett. Lindsay, what's the story? How's things? Well, what's happening, boys? You said that very posh, Lindsay Bennett. Tell them, <laughs> do we have oh, your Dublin accent where you had to be down the no. last 20 minutes? Go on, on, Lindsay. That's about straight love, will you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad. Sounds like me, man. Right, um... <laughs> We're going to jump into it. We only have one zinger from... Uh, Eddie Mullins. From Eddie Mullins. Ago. From two weeks ago from uh, the episode of The Governor. So we're just going to get this one out of the way real quick, yeah? So, Lindsay, would you rather shop online or in store? Ooh. Not a bad one, to be honest. That is a very good one. The Governor mm. and Mount Joy gave us that one. Yeah. <laughs> I think at this stage, online. Isn't it much better? It's more convenient. It is way more convenient. I think once you know a brand and what size fits you, it's just yeah. a lot handier. That's the issue. Yeah. I have different brands, have different sizes. I was in town yeah. today for 20 minutes and my head was wrecked and I go, you know what, I'm just going to go and look over online. Yeah. Couldn't, like, couldn't find that. At least you know online, there's a jump out, there's my size, there is at the Rotary as a yeah, well, I was only lost in Stephen's screen shop. Yeah, Lindsay actually today. rang us and she said she got lost. And we were like, oh, what do you mean you're lost? Where is she? She's like, I'm at my car at Stephen's Green shopping centre. And I was like, yeah, so leave it there. And Stephen's Green is literally like, I could spit in his Stephen's Green. Yeah. yeah, it's only there. And uh, we video called her and we can look out the window and see her looking back at us. And she's like, I'm lost, lads. Yeah. And I just say there's bars in the windows so you can't actually go out five levels up out the window. And every door is looking at was like, these are alarms. And I was like, please just let me out. Just follow the sign that said exit. How did you get out in, in the end? Um, I found someone. <laughs> she had to go and ask for help. And she's a big girl. She's a big girl. She no, got. She found that way. I did, but she look, I made it. I was only two minutes late as well. So. Fall a point. Yeah. So the zinger results: forty-six percent rather shop online and fifty-four in store. They're lying. Oh. All right. <laughs> 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 she in here cost more. <laughs> so have you got a zinger for this week? Yeah. Jay Power sent me a good one as well. Right, go on, give us your one. He said, "Would you rather have the ability to know when someone is lying?" Or never have anyone lied to you again. And I think that's a great singer. Oh. Yeah, lies is one thing that does my nut in. Wrecks me head. Yeah. I'd rather oh, have... Really does. But you know someone better, like... Like, if they lie, you know exactly who they are. And it all also depends on what they're lying about. Mm. Because there is some things that are slightly better not to maybe mention to something. And then it's not even a lie. It's like, I just didn't tell you sort of thing. Well, then you're not lying, eh? Yeah, yeah. you don't. But, mm, but it's shady. So, yeah. Mm. I'd rather yeah. not have someone lie to me ever again. Yeah, you hate it. You even hate petty yeah. lies. Just yeah. tell me how she... But I mean, if Calvin yeah. asked you at the time, you say 20, but it's actually 25, you're going to annoy that you. He's like, you're lying. <laughs> we just say it's 25. Then. <laughs> Sorry, pal. I'm me? one of those people, though, I'd be like, it's 11.47. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's grand. Yeah. No, that's, <laughs> that gives me anxiety. That's what time it is. <laughs> quarter. But that, no, it's, it's actually quarter. Nearly 10, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, that's what time it was, isn't it? Yeah. So what are we going mm. with here? I'd rather... Yeah, I don't know, actually. I'd rather, no, I'd know, rather, I'd rather someone never lie to me again. Yes. As opposed to someone being like, oh, I know he's lying. All right, so then what's the truth? Yeah, but if you know you're lying, you know that you don't need to be around them. 
Yeah, but if they can't lie to you, you get the truth straight away. Yeah, that's true, but sometimes the so truth hurts, baby. The truth Fuck it, that's life, isn't it? Yeah, no. Say la vie, Lindsay. Yeah, say la vie. Yeah, yeah the Gemma Pell. Hello, bonjour. I had one, and... So, this is what, episode 76, so, Lindsay, you need to bear in mind, we do this, like, we're down two and three days every episode. Or oh, even six at the start. So, like, we're really, really, like, gone with them now. Like, we can't even okay. come up with the good ones to remember them to tell you. But... I had a decent one that popped into my head the other day. So, you like funny films. Who doesn't like funny yeah, films? Yeah, funny films, yeah. So, the best actor, comedic actor when I was growing up was Jim Curley, yeah? Oh, yeah. Then legend. when I got older into my teens, it was Will Farrell, yeah? So, who would you prefer? Will Farrell or Jim Curley? Oh, Jim all the way. I think that's a great show. Yeah, I go with Jim as well. I, yeah. I, He's just a legend. That's classic, like. That's vintage. Mm. Uh, what are you picking? He's absolutely... Will Farrell. Really? Yeah. Oh, do you know he's uh, related to someone in Longford? And he was down visiting Longford. Boom. He's Mic related drop. to Farrells. I know, I know a load of Farrells. <laughs> you love Longford, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people give out about it, but... Sure, it's home. Give us the top three things that's good about Longford. Um, You're struggling, eh? <laughs> I know. I would say I love the people. I right. think the shopping isn't either. that bad. <laughs> 29,000. Like, come on. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. It's just my safe place. Like, I live just slightly outside the town, so I'm in the country. Uh, so I'm a proper bogger. And, mm. yeah, I just love it. Like, my family mm. and everything's there. So, and all the friends. Give a shout out to Longford. Cause shout out to Connor. I used to edit the podcast. Yeah. He's from Longford as well. Yeah. So we know two people from Longford now, Terence. Yeah. Only eight yeah. days more to go and we know the whole town. <laughs> Full set. <laughs> yeah, um... Where will we going there? The singer. The singer, yeah. I'm going to go Will Farrell. Mm. Jim, I pick Jim Curry. Yeah, oh yeah, Jim. Jim Curry's a go. Yeah. Ace yeah. Ventura, like. Ace Ventura's brilliant. Oh, the man. Lawyer, lawyer. Yeah. Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber. The funniest film ever, Terrence. You've never oh, seen Dumb and Dumber? I didn't see, I didn't see any films. Terrence's only seen about well, six films yeah, in his life. I have life. to put my hands up because I only seen Pretty Woman there for the first time about maybe four years ago. What do you think? Oh, it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. You yeah. actually don't like it. I know, but yeah, no, I've seen, I've seen it, but like it's a real girls film. All the girls love it. It's like it's, it's grand. Like, like the notebook, it. like no, it's better than the notebook. Notebook's the worst uh, film I ever seen. I'm yeah. not able for the tears. The notebook's yeah, no. stored. Um, right, that's that was amazing. Have you got any? No, I'm yeah. trying to think. No, what the, the kids are always like, "Mommy, would you rather?" And I'm like, uh. so it's like, would you rather fingers? For toes or toes for fingers? Toes for fingers, because you can, at least you can still put stockings on them runners and hide them. If you have toes, yeah, yeah. on your hands, it's more obvious. I wouldn't be able to sit here and do this without you. What did you just say there? What did you pick? <laughs> I'd rather the fingers on my feet. Right. Because I can cover them. Right, yeah. The stockings and runners. But if you have toes on your hands and I do this... I, I love go up the, like, logistics of breaking all this down. Yeah, like, you, you have, have to, like, though. You, you have to. You have to. And you're going up, you grab a hand or something. Yeah. Get that big toe off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give us a toe up there. That Veruca. Yeah. No way, man. But then you'd be, like, a size 14, though. Like, the length of your fingers then would be the length... Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, you might get more attraction. Yeah, all the boards, like, he must be a hole. Yeah, because you know what they say about big shoes, don't you? Yeah. Big socks. Yeah. yeah. Mapped out. The and get them up. Yeah, you're mm. like a wasp. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have one that we always ask people as well, Lindsay. Yeah. Do you piss in the shower? No. 
No, you're a liar. So there's two types of people in the world, yeah. There's people that piss in the shower and lawyers. <laughs> I love it. Right? Yeah. Do you remember years ago when it used to be like, are you a washer or a walker? And it was like people who were coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Must be a long I'm sorry, time. but no, it wasn't. That uh, was actually worldwide time. on the TV sort of a thing. And it was people that were walking out of the bathrooms and they weren't washing their hands. That's Terence. Oh, oh. That's biggest pet peeve. That's my yeah. biggest pet peeve. Oh, really? Oh. I can't even doubt, really, that someone has a piss and doesn't wash their hands to eat. Yeah. That naps. Don't come near me. Grow over there and wash your hands. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Kill me. Just nice. wash your hands. I don't understand why it's yeah. COVID for people to wash their hands. You should always wash your hands after going to the toilet. And you know the way, like, all these hand sanitizers and stuff in all these places? I was like, they should have been there years ago. Yeah. Like, I worked yeah. in retail for years. And I was like, could have done, like, with many of those screens. Yeah, back in the day. <laughs> so yeah. back in the, the day. The best thing yeah. that's had to come out of the pandemic yeah. teach people yeah. to wash themselves. There's definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, basically. Um, right. Lindsay, you said you gave us icebreaker. So, just a quick one for you. Yeah, at the start of this podcast, every guest used to come in with a little present for it. Yeah, and what happened to that? And then that, we came to go loud. Everyone thinks that we're worth a fortune now. Yeah. So no one gives us that anymore. This is no. the first present we got since. Give us number of abuse now. I think. Did anyone else bring us a present? See, Longford people are just sound. Is that a sound? Yeah, sound. Anyways, we don't know what she gave us. Oh, so she had to throw us out there and we said, purposely don't open this. Yeah, no. Right. And they're bollocks. That's the whole point of the them. Whole they're point. funny. They're, like, now. Yeah. they're coming and talking and bollocks. Do you know what? I actually wish I hadn't said that and that I was sitting here pretending that you should be loving them. <laughs> <laughs> right, here we right, go. What's the story? Salta. <laughs> no. What's the story with this? Am I going on a yeah. hint? <laughs> no, read it. She had to give me an L play. My name ah, yeah. It says Calvin. So it says C-A, capital L, V-O-N, yeah. She has T-E-R-E at the top, M-C-E-O. So she yeah. gave us L plates and M plates, yeah. <laughs> right. One's a, a novice start. and one's a learner. <laughs> right, that's Sound, a good Sound, yeah, I'm the learner, yeah. No, but I'm the novice, Philly. <laughs> Unbelievable, crazy, urban myths. What? Yeah, <laughs> and the daughter says right. true or false at the back of it. What do you want to get? Yes, this is what do you want to get yeah. there? A cupcake so, maker. No. Oh God. Yeah. Did I get so one the of next these? thing. No, yeah, wait till you see what you got. But you oh, did get something yeah, to yeah, pay. Yeah, really well. you, you had to raise in the bar high yeah. hell and see. Who have you got on next week? Did want to up the game? <laughs> they can bring the ingredients next week for I'm you. I'm about to get a bottle of uh, Dope. Dope. What summer revival. What's this? It's just tan. It's a body moisturizer. Like Suzanne Jackson's in here. Right. Oh, ah, yeah. uh, <laughs> and I'll have that, Lindsay. Yeah. Where'd they get this? Is this, is this going to be a thing now? Yeah, I'm having yeah. that. I can't make I don't know how to make an egg. Yeah. That'll do so, all the work for me now. Yeah, yeah. And I just realised your tan must have fell out the bag because I got a new tan as well. I'll be I got you the medium to dark, though. What's that? You looked like you were already, you know. What What's that? <laughs> What's she in half length for? What's she in half roasting us for? Do you know what I mean? Who have we got on next week? I don't miss. Yeah, we oh. go. Right. Oh, what's this? Are these icebreakers, eh? These are the myths. Yours is the icebreakers. Oh, I have the icebreakers, yeah. do we? Yeah. So what? Do, do these have to go together? No, 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 no. no. It's just I give you a different one. No, 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 no. No, you'd want to hear hanging up the phone for me. Bye, 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 bye. Bye, 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 bye. Right, here we go. Yeah. Whenever you're ready, yeah. Yeah, I know. Just bear with me. Listen, I should we're have in no rush. Are you in a rush, Lindsay? No, no. No look. rush whatsoever. Well, fresh. You only have to go back to Longford. Yeah, I only have to go back. You know, right, mind me, are. child. Yeah. Right, here we go. Right, so what do I have to do? The we should put down the lights. Yeah, like Blaine Chris Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cough. 
once for false. Yeah, remember that? True, yeah. Did you ever hear about that, Terence? Your man here, one who wants to be a millionaire with the fella in the audience coughing. He's a liar. Yeah, hey, don't knock the hustle. Yeah, yeah, they got caught. Yeah, don't hate the player, hate the game. And he Oi. did not respect the game. <laughs> I don't know what this is. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Well, read what it says, it And you'll ask us, is it true or false? And you'll see on the back of it if it's true ah, or false. We'll each right. take one, right? right. Yeah, right. good show. Yeah. Like we'll each yeah. take well, one. Give a bundle each. Just take are. one. Yeah. One each, yeah, because right. we're going to be here. Yeah, from here, yeah. From here. Right, boy, one here. The black box recorder on an aircraft is orange. True. I'm going to say false. Well, true. obviously, it's called the black box. <laughs> yeah, it's true. No. False. I was going to say it's white. <laughs> Legit, it's true. You're going to get all these right. It's true. I thought it was white. I thought it's it was true. white. No, no, you know where it is? What? It, re- it records everything that the plane does. So when the yeah, plane crashes, does, they know the whole lot. But you know what the thing is? And it's orange so you can find it. If it was all black right, and Trinity. it was in a crash, you're not going to find it. <laughs> you have no need to know that. Yeah. That's no something you get. Who wants to be a millionaire? And you bring me, tell the truth. If you want who wants to be a millionaire, I'll be a founder friend. Obviously. Yeah. Who else am I bringing? I might have to get your number when I leave. Do you know what I mean? Right, go. Lindsay, you're up. This is oh. a bit of crack, no? Yeah. Lightning never strikes the same place twice. False. Lawyers, false. Because you're now a bloke. No, I don't. Remember the fella text was saying his mate got struck by lightning twice to have him on the podcast? Yeah. And I said, that's shocking. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's electrifying. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a true story. So. Uh, Some fella yeah, text no, said, me mate was struck by lightning. Right, well, I need to get one that you get wrong. Hold on here now. Ah, this right, hey, hang on, Oh, hang on. no, no, I'm sorry. Sorry, listen to this. No, listen to this, right? <laughs> listen to this. The 17th century composer, Jean-Baptiste or whatever, Thais Lully, died after striking himself in the foot with a baton while conducting. True or false? Do you know what the thing is? Because that's so obscure, it's going to be true. I was just about to say, be because it's yeah. so Has mad, I would say it's true and it is. Right, yeah. I right. Give up Dolphins one. sleep with one eye open. Yeah, Who? true story, man. Dolphins, they sleep with yeah. one eye open. Did they sleep with two eyes open? No. So you're saying false? Yeah. And Flower, you're true saying story, true? bro, yeah. It's true. Look, right. I didn't even know they had... I thought they, they, the their eyes were open all the time. But thanks for them. The other ones yeah, are good. Yeah, sure. Look, yeah. you yeah. might be, if you get stuck, you'll be able get to stuck, have so our other guests. If we get stuck, so when we run other guests, we'll deal with the stuff be like, <coughs> that yeah, one's we'll 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 like, drop us some boxes. Right. Uh, <laughs> what else? We've got stuff to talk about. Suggestions. Yeah. Someone here is wearing agony ant again this weekend. Oh. Yeah. <gasps> People Hit do this. Hit me with it. Love this. Yeah. People here is with the memory now and again. Someone says, how'd you grow about a breakup? Do you know what? I only made a TikTok the other day. We should actually play it right now. Go for it. Right. No, don't oh, just keep it going because we're not going to be able to deal with people that listen. over there. But it was like, um, sit around, be depressed for a minute, but don't stay there too long. If someone wants to walk out of your life, let them go. And you just get your ass together. You start feeling fine. You dance. Yeah. Uh, in Longford, we say shift. What do you say here? You say me. Yeah, me. That was his Half the town. <coughs> and you get over them. 100%. So you're saying dwell on it for a while. So deal great. Yeah, the do, thing. do your two or three days of being miserable and then yeah. like big tub of whatever, Ben and Jerry's in there watching Pretty Woman and all. Whatever, yeah. <laughs> and then get over it, like you know. But pff, stay away from that Tinder and all that mad stuff. Like, Tinder's this kind of leads into what I want to talk about next. Ah, stop. So remember, we had this conversation, Thirty. 
Did about they? social media and how people don't realise how good they have it these days. Because back in the day when you were on Bebo and you were texting young ones. I remember Bebo. You hadn't got DMs on Bebo. That's what people no. don't realise. You couldn't private message someone. You had public. those love hearts and I tell that you. Was it. That was There was that, murders over those love yeah, hearts. That was, was shooting your shot. But do you know what the best thing was? <coughs> and I wish they had it on the rest of them. You remember you used to have this little music box and you'd have flash that box. one yeah, flash flash box. box. Yeah. Yeah. And it'd be a music. Rob Carr going around. Yeah. 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 Tokyo they were like the best. Yeah, but like that's people these days don't realise, Lindsay. You couldn't shoot your shot in your DM. So, oh, someone's living in your DM. You have to get your friend to ask them. No, you text the board on our page, what's up, question mark, X, and hopefully she texts you back. And if she didn't, everyone else could see that. Everyone in the world could see you getting rejected there. And that was the thing. Uh, uh, but you still took your shot. Yeah, oh no, you had to shoot your shot. Nowadays, the kids have Snapchat. Well, I'm saying the kids all you have Snapchat. Yeah, but, we all have Snapchat. But we don't. Look, I'm not sure. But I mean, see, they have Snapchat and we send the message, it's gone then. Yeah. yeah. So there's, it, no, there's no proof of you yeah. shooting your shot. Yeah. Or you give it well, a little no, half No, you see the sneaky feckers now that um, you've got an option to hold the conversation for 24 hours. Yeah. Or you give it a little half swipe, you pull it across and you can see half of the message and you're like, I'm not opening that. No. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? One yeah. of them. So, see Tinder? No, I was on Tinder. No. Were you ever on Tinder? Uh, Back in the day. Uh, How long is Tinder now? Tinder's gone a good 10, over 10 years, I'd say. I'll give you a better So I was on Tinder, but I'll give you a better one. Go on. I was on plenty of fish, yet I wasn't on plenty of fish. Uh, so I was lying. You got lying. plenty of catfish. <clears throat> I was lying in hospital, right? And next thing, all these notifications started coming up on my Instagram. And I was like... Who the hell are all these people following me? At this stage, I didn't have like my public page. I was like, who the hell are all these boys? Like, what is happening? Or I should call them men, I suppose, because I'm old. And uh, I was like, this is really weird. And then I noticed in some of their bios, they were saying Cavan. And I was like, is there like a wanted poster of me up in Cavan or something? Like, or what is happening? And then there happened to be one lad that I had um, two or three mutual friends with. And I was like, oh, he actually, um, there actually went to a school that's near Cavan. So I went into him and I was like, hey, I was like, do I know you? And he goes, no, but I seen you on Puff. And I was like, what's Puff? And he was like, plenty of fish. And I was like, I'm not on plenty of fish. And he was like, yeah, you are. And I was like, no, I'm not. And he was like, you are. And I was like, no, seriously, like, I'm not. And he was like, yeah, you are. It says that you're 30 from Cavan, love dancing and being wined and dined and your pictures are all there. And he said, um, and what had happened and how they got my Instagram is whoever who knows me, because my page is private. Yeah. So it was someone who knows me. They screenshot my pictures, Put them on but they thing. forgot to crop them to take out my username. So that's how they're all able to add me on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, this is like yeah, Rebecca yeah. Vardy and Colleen Rooney. Yeah. yeah. I was on Tinder for about 20 minutes and I swear to God, the message I was getting on, I was like, get me off this. Even when I was single, like, I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm not that desperate. Get that thing away me. No, most lads would be like, well, are we going for the ride? Well, that's what it's Straight for. Straight away. No? That's what I thought it was for. Because like, oh, I, I was never on Tinder, but look, I have friends who were on Tinder and I mean, the non stop riding. Yeah. Mm. And that's what you Someone made a fake Tinder about me last right. year, I remember, Terence. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, Someone done what they done with you. Done that like, with me, so, yeah. And like, they put in the boy, I talk, bollocks, I talk bollocks for a living. And I was like, yeah. come on, there was a bit more to me than that. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, someone messaged me. Someone messaged me, yeah, are you on Tinder? I, I was messaging you there for a while and now your page is gone. I was like, no, I'm not on fucking Tinder. Like, what are you on about, like? Stop it. Yeah, so someone catfished me, yeah. <gasps> oh, did, yeah, did you see that program catfish though? When it oh, was I used like, to love that. that. Yeah, I used to love Little that too. Program. Yeah, mm. sure, to imagine he made that because he got of catfished. how he got catfished. Yeah. 
Is that how that came about? Yeah, you were flip flopping them out there. Yeah, I know. Schluck. Come here, I made it. Your mind's if I can't speak. <laughs> he got catfished Yeah And then made like a show like an 8 year old woman Or so whatever where the name, she was the name came from Yeah He was texting someone <clears> And she was pretending to be This little crack of a board But her real profile <laughs> picture Of the Like the person who was behind The actual page Was a picture of a catfish The actual fish like So that's where the, the name Catfish, catfish came from yeah But like literally Your oh, one was, was like It was deep. 20 or 30 years older But the mad thing is On that program Like they're all nearly getting fucking married and yeah, never seen Yeah, send a grand and all. Send never money and all. FaceTimed or nothing. Should look at fucking the two Johnnies had to get in two number one episodes in the country over this topic. Why, what oh, they, what I heard something about GAA, something catfish or something, but I never or listened to it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I was catfish? told that. Something like that. It's supposed to be deep. It's supposed to be very interesting. Yeah, uh, look, everybody was talking about it, but mm. I didn't get around to But you know. back to the whole thing about social media. Like, you, you didn't have DMs back in yeah. the day, you know, like that. And then now... Now they don't give a fuck. Yeah. Instagram. It's also like Even Twitter has DMs. In DM yeah. anyone. A lot of the girls go a bit um, CSI though. So it's it's a good and a bad thing. So it is with the social That's media now. Like they start checking and then, you know, they're going back. Can't and then they're like, oh, he still has a picture up ah. from 2015 of an ex. And then, oh, I don't like that. Or, you know, what a lot of lads I've heard do is they're like following loads of those topless pages and all that stuff like on the ground but that's why they're not with a woman and that's obviously where they're getting their little kicks from yeah. you know so if you're single there's no harm in it. yeah I mean sure like page three you just go and buy they're the newspaper they fella to settle down with them and you haven't even texted them yet yeah I know do you know what I mean page I three you have the internet there you at disposal yeah, I know, I know. at least they're being honest about it yeah. yeah do you know what I mean but then see the issue is then some girls start comparing themselves to the girls that they're that are modeling, but it's like it's that, that girl went and got her tan head to toe. She got her makeup, the lashes, she had the boobies, she had the whole shebang, you know. Like for that photo, you can't live your life like that. No, it's, and you can't. It's not that deep. Like it's honestly no. not that deep. Like no. if he's gonna like it, he's gonna like it. Yeah, but it's that he's following the page. You see that the gals don't. Man, shoot your shot, and then you'll find out, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. Exactly. There's no, there's no thing as rejection. That's what I say to them. I was like, look, if he's still following them and. Um, and if he's actually liking photos while you're officially together, that's a whole different ballgame. Yeah, yeah. There's no such thing as rejection. Yeah, break on his the fingers internet. then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's no such thing as rejection on the internet. Yeah, you shoot your shot, you see yeah. what happens. But see, now you can even delete messages and all. Yeah. yeah. Someone might text you, what's the story, blah, blah, blah. You see the notification, you click in, the message is gone. I know, I've seen that. There's that always disappeared. happens on the weekend. Houdini, good luck. Yeah, message in the message request. And then the next morning, it's gone. gone. Yeah, what message? Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? People locked in and they're like, fuck that. The fear. The fear leaks in. Gone. Yeah. But me and Terrence are sober. We've seen that message. <laughs> We're on the ball. Hashtag people don't forget. We'll sort the world off, huh? Or yeah. Off, out. Help. Come here, I'm up since crazy o'clock as always, and I've like the day done. Yeah. Up this since the back it on on the farm. I got up at half, uh, yeah. Getting I the actually have field out the back. And you bear the baggage? Yeah. Have you got any frontage? Yeah, I do. Oh, I know what that is. I do. Yeah, see. Um, oh, I thought this was just a bit of lingo. What's this? And I yeah, have, see, I'm uh, in with the culture. That's saying yeah. you have to come down. I'm not trying I'm telling you I'm promising you I'll jump straight in the mouth of which after this podcast it's electric are you okay with that it's electric it's over there charging no wonder you said you've no where to be you can wave your car to charge no it's not it's enough to get up and enough to get back down I've the ID4 so there's good range in that yeah an electric car 
baffled sitting here. I don't know what's yeah. going on. You're just talking radiation ID. <laughs> <laughs> but I have head. a block that sits in the car, yeah, as well. Just as you mentioned, it. I said that already. Actually, lovely, happy dash. You were all once. What's my name? <laughs> ringing people saying, "Have you got a shot? My new brown charge. I need to charge my car." <laughs> Charges in the big. No, skinny one. No, the other one. Yeah, that one. I need to charge the car. <laughs> Knock you totally do ten charger. So, Lindsay, what we do with all the guests is we go back to the start. Tell us what life was like growing up. Yeah, I was the middle child. <laughs> So we don't, we don't even need to say what's your name, where you come from, because we know all that. We yeah. know all that, because she's Lindsay Ben. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was I was the middle child, so I was the wild one. Um, although I didn't consider myself wild, I just considered myself serious crack. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Same. But um, I always felt like my sister was always like the really, my older sister was always like you know the intelligent one, and then my younger sister was the baby one. Mm. But um, it's three girls. Funny, yeah, three girls. So, funny story that I suppose wasn't funny for my parents at the time. So, my little sister is seven years younger than me, so she wasn't born. Uh, but we were on holidays in Spain because my mum and dad used to bring us away every year and I used to be fuming. It was the last week in July, first week in August, we go somewhere foreign. And I'd be fuming because my birthday was 29th July and I'd never get to spend my birthday at home. But anyway, that's nothing got to do with this story. That's just what life was like growing up. <laughs> but uh, we were on holidays and I think it was Spain or Portugal or somewhere like that anyway. And uh, I was after getting a new bikini now and I was only only young. But my my sister, who's older, four years older than me, she turned around to me and she was like, oh, you're, we can't get the balcony door open. We're never going to get the balcony door open again. Your, your, your bikini's stuck out there. Because we had them dry and we're after in the pool. And I was like, what? And she goes, yeah, we won't get them again. And I was like, oh no, we will. And she was like, no, no, they're stuck there forever. And like, we were supposed to be having a nap, you know, the old siesta. Yeah. And so my parents were obviously sleeping in the room, but we were in, you know, the pull-out beds in the sitting room where yeah. the, the sofa. So that was grand. So I said, shall I open the kitchen window? Oh. <laughs> Keeping in mind, this, I'd say was about seven or eight stories high. See where this is going. I'm shitting already. I'm My knees are getting weak. So, this is the windowsill. And this is the start of the balcony. Sit back into that mic, Lindsay. No one's going to oh, be able sorry. To hear you. So, this is the windowsill. And this is the start of the balcony railing. So, there's a good gap in there. Yeah, but my legs were long enough even back then. Oh, <laughs> and I, I got out onto the windowsill and I stood and I jumped and I landed in and I picked up the bikinis and the swimsuits and I was like I got them well my dad must have heard because I've never seen that man so cross while I'm not messing he bet us like <laughs> dogs opened up the back of the door and I was like huh open that door? <laughs> <laughs> and oh my god he absolutely murders but I've got uh, I've got in more trouble because I was like but 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 she said we couldn't get it so yeah no so that's how um, <laughs> I was on about eight lives back then mm-hmm. yeah no but that's the kind of child I was I was like you got a problem I'll fix it for you I remember going to um, I remember going to someone's house uh, we are going for like a dinnery thing or whatever some friends and mum and dad and they their TV was in like black and white and so I just love fixing things for people and making people feel good so I was like sure you know I'll just start pressing every button on the remote. And lo and behold, the colour came back on. They came in. They'd been 18 months watching the TV in black and white. And I was like, yes. I was like, delighted. Feeling 100% about myself then. And then 
I knocked the jug of milk all across the table. So that's just me. Like I do good and then I like getting praised and then I just find it too person and I make sure there, it's a, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll always be Jenny from the block. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So yeah, that was life growing up. Yeah. And that's all. So <laughs> wrap this one up then will we? <laughs> Episode 76 done and dusted. What were you looking school? Um, do you know what? In school, I would always say I'm not very academic, although my auntie and my cousins would be like, eh, yeah, you are. But uh, the teachers, all my reports are like, she's such a pleasure to teach. She's such a lovely student. And it wasn't that I like used to do amazingly well. It's that I just didn't give cheek. I just sat there and I do the homework, but I would never study. I never opened a book. And I remember my mum thinking, Lord, this one isn't going to be great in the leaving cert, but we'll say nothing. At least she's doing it or whatever. Um, fun fact, I went to boarding school. Did you? Yeah. Fun fact, my 13-year-old is in her last week of boarding school of first year. <laughs> oh, good Yeah. But I actually, uh, for the last two years, um, I actually was a day people then. So I was because I fell in love. So I did. Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where this by podcast is going. Insert, by the way. Yeah, That's yeah, like... Yeah. Same, yeah. 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 It turns into his. No, it didn't do it. Yeah. Did you know? No. Oh, yeah, so I used to be like, oh, I wish that, like, watching Teen Mom and stuff back in the day, I was like, these GEDs or whatever they do, I was like, That's pure handy, like, if you don't want to, like, go to school and stuff. You became a ma very young, didn't you? I well, did, obviously, yeah. you have a 13 year old now. Yeah, I always, I want to be a, a mom since I was 14. And my mom would be like, please do not get pregnant <coughs> at 14. And I'd be like, wait till you're 15. Yeah. And I'd be like, <laughs> I was like, but I'm not going to be able to have children when I'm older. And she was like, yeah, you will. And I was like, no, the angels told me I'm not going to be able to have them when I'm older. And she'd be like, <laughs> and I always, like, the angels, I was always in my head being like, I have a feeling I'm going to get cervical cancer or whatever as well. So, um, when it all happened, I wasn't even shocked. Like, I sorry, was, how how did you know specific like this is, this specific thing is going to happen to me? The voices like, in the head. <coughs> did you legit? The angels, yeah. I see things. You know, like that Sixth Sense movie. Yeah, yeah, that's me. You legit? Like, remember, I, like I was just saying there, like you came up, and I, I was like, that's something I'd love to do, and I was like, I have a feeling our paths will cross, and two days later, you're my DM. Yeah, I was so like, what? before when we were setting up the record, how Lindsay was saying to us that she, you're on Instagram, yeah, and, and we it come just up, came up, yeah, air page come up, and then two days later, we text out the come yeah. up, yeah, and I was like, that's so weird. It's like, uh, but I was like, I knew that was gonna happen. Mm. Like it, it's just it's so strange, and I'd never actually heard of you before that, and I was like, but I like their vibes, yeah, you know, so. Um, you, you were saying this to your mom yeah, when you were younger. Yeah, and I was like, and she was like, do not get pregnant at 14. And I used to always say to her, well, what would you say if I told you I was pregnant? And she'd be like, is this your funny roundabout way of trying to tell me something? I'm like, no, <laughs> just checking. Like, yeah. what the vibe would be. But, um, so everyone's always like, when you told your man and dad that you were, I don't know why I just called me man and dad. <laughs> That's what I wrote about. Yeah, I know, right? We're show me your friends and I'll show you who you are. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> They used to be like, oh, did your mum and dad kill you when you rang them to tell them that you were pregnant 19? I was like, no. I was like, they're bloody relieved. <laughs> <laughs> you got an extra um, five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and then I was 20 when I actually, I had Zoe 10 days after my 20th birthday. So I did. So I was technically 20, um, even having her. But yeah, no, I always just had this feeling. And then sure enough, I mean, I had Haley then at 25. 
Um, she literally came like 17 days after my 25th birthday. So we're all Leos, um, all yeah. very strong-willed. Mm-hmm. Um, and from then on, I, w- I was never going to be able to have kids again, even though I didn't get to find out that I needed a hysterectomy till I was like 27, 28. But I mean, my cancer was already growing at that stage. Like things had kicked off. It just, I was being given wrong results. Mm. So take us back, Lindsay, to, I suppose where this all starts from is getting a smear test. Yeah. And am I right in saying you have to be a certain age to get a smear test? And yeah, all you have to be 25. Yeah. Well, no, you don't have to be 25, but publicly the system to not pay for one, you have to be 25. Whereas I was paying 90 euro pop for ones coming up before that privately when I was younger. And off is my that own an back. age that you, you have to be a certain age to get one when you're private or is it once you become No, you can... Um, that I don't know but all I knew is like it was like if you were like having sex or if you're on the pill um, or if you had children and like I was ticking all the boxes like from when I was 20 mm. and my mom was actually she was dying of breast cancer at the time that had gone all the way throughout her body and which you'd think that the breast is what I'd be worrying about but it wasn't Um, I was like oh the cervical cancer I'm telling you like I I was like, this is what I've always thought. Um, and I know people are like, you shouldn't be manifesting that. But it was never that I was manifesting it or like putting it out there all the time. It would just so, every so often pop into my head because I'd be like, no, like I've been told. But I never thought the reason of me getting it would actually end up being such a good thing for other people. Mm. Um like everything happens for a reason. I'm a firm believer in that. And like I constantly have people sliding into my DMs like saying thank you so much. Or or even we did like um, a live the other day with a pelvic um, floor lady and the amount of women are like thank you so much I haven't had sex with my husband in years and um, I didn't know there was anything I could do to work on this and they're like I've learned more from that live than I have from any appointment I've ever gone to and I was like oh my god but I remember even some of my doctors turning around to me saying to me you need to like set up groups and we have women coming in that um, are our patients that follow you and um, you know we deal with like the the medical side of things, but we don't deal with the life after side mm. of things and the reality, you know, they just, they have their job of, you know, trying to make you well um, or as well as they can, but they don't give you the tools of how to live life after that and you're not like the same person. I mean, for a long time, um, I used to feel guilty that, you know, whoever I settled down with, um <laughs> May never settle down. But if I did settle down, um, I was like, oh, I can't give them a child. And I was like, oh, I feel so bad. I'm damaged goods. Like, and then I'm, I've gotten to a stage now where I was like, you do not have a baby to give someone else a baby. No, no. You have to want a baby. Yeah. And I was like, I am so fortunate. I already have my babies. Yeah. Like, and at this stage, I always said I wouldn't like to go into my 30s because I got to start my 20s. And like, the girls, even though Zoe's going through an I hate mom phase there a little while ago. Um, but that's teenage life. Uh, I was, we're kind of back buddies at the minute, like, and it's so good. And I was like, I am loving this stage 
so much. But I was like, I did it in my 20s, having the babies and my babies were so good. So they were like as baby babies that like I got sleep at night and, you know, it was fine. So I couldn't imagine going into my 30s starting again. And that's yeah. just me personally. I mean, there's people who go back many years later. But for me, it just wouldn't fit anyway. And I realized it was for other people I was feeling bad and not even for myself. Yeah. yeah. For someone that I've never even met. Yeah. Like, who is this person that I'm feeling sad for that I haven't, that I can't give a baby to? Yeah, but I think that's, people have this pitch on the head, don't they? It's like, oh, you have to have your kids here and you have to have your house yeah. here and your job and then you don't want to be having kids when you're in your 30s, this, that, and you yeah. know, but it's subjective, isn't it? Because like, yeah. I know people who are like, they know in their late 20s, like, I don't want kids ever. Yeah. And then I know people who, like, I worked with somebody who didn't start having kids till they were in their 40s. Yeah. And yeah. he said that that was just right for me. So you should never actually compare yourself to other people. Like, yeah. well, they're having kids, I need to have one. Yeah. And what wrecks me head is people putting pressure on people to have yeah. kids. Like, oh. you'd want to start having kids and all, what you mean? Like, you don't... So, yeah. like, I give praise to people who openly admit, like, I actually don't want to have kids. Yeah. And I was like, do you know what? That's your choice. Fair play to yeah. you. If you want to go 100%. and have a football team, you walk away. But, like, let live and let live. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, it's so, so true. And I think this is the problem. We're all trying to watch what everybody else is doing and not minding our own bloody corners. Mm. Um, Like, I... Uh, I had to laugh. Um, I was uh, I was just coming here and when the girls had sent me a voice note to say that like someone was saying that like, oh, the way I am with my sickness is like a joke. Like and that um, I do be going to all these games and all these stuff at the school, like all full of myself. And I was like, well, I don't know who she thinks was at them because I don't go to any of the games and stuff at the school. I've literally been up in the hospital and we've been COVID for two years and stuff. Even but if I was like, I don't know. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Yeah. But that's, I'm like, what is wrong with her to go around saying lies for a start about someone? And worst of all, to say it to someone that she doesn't realise is related to one of my best friends who is obviously going to say it back to me. Yeah. And it's like, you know, they always say that it's jealousy when someone, you know, starts carrying on like that for no reason. But she'd be like, but jealous of what? You know, but it's just like, apparently I'm too well. Yeah. You know? You can't, you shouldn't be living your life. Essentially. Yeah. And you see, but that's another thing society do. Like society are like, you know, you should have your kids X, Y, and Z. So do society now tell us how sick we should be or what we should look like when we're sick? sick yeah. Like I have literally spent so much to buy machines and um, do lots of stuff to be the way that I am. So it's just like, how dare you? Mm. Um, like go off and deal with your own corner and... I'll deal with mine. And you know what? Like in a way, I'll take it as a compliment because it just goes to show that the work that I've put in for the last 18 months is so worth it if someone thinks that it has to be a joke that I'm sick. Yeah. It's, it's actually real. sad though, you know, like, but I think yeah. that's like... Someone needs Dr. Phil. Mm. Yeah. I think it's even on social media and that website that we never... Oh you yeah, know, that uh, yeah. You don't. The name of it, but don't. you see on that website, look, I see yeah. that it like some sick people who have, I mean, some genuinely sick people who yeah. have big names on social media getting abuse on it and abuse. So hard. Oh, look at this person living their life. Look at this person. They they don't look like there's anything wrong with them, and that is just it's actually horrible. Yeah, mm. no, it's right. And that's the one thing. Um, 
some of the girls that are on it and they've seen the stuff that's written about and they're like, Lindsay, the one thing we'll always ask you not to do is don't ever Google anything got to do with that site to yeah. see if you're on it because yeah. like, um, they're like, it's just vile and, yeah. and evil. Apparently, yeah, but it's, it's it. cool though. Like it's like, it's, don't, yeah. just don't look at it. Like because, yeah. like remember, somebody's on that at three o'clock on a Wednesday typing in, oh, this person was doing this today and yeah. this person looks well, so I wonder where they spend their money and this, that and the other. Like, they're the person who needs they, help. Yeah. Do you know they're what I mean? Really, really like, and then just, they bond. Like yeah. these don't know they don't, don't know each other, right? Because they're all anonymous, but they all bond yeah. over negativity. I know. And bad comments Shocking. about people. So they're the people who honestly, honestly need help when yeah. you think about it. it is like I it, don't know where them. people get the time and the energy. I mean, your mate puts up a good picture. It's hard enough to put a thumbs up or a love heart emoji, let alone start writing yeah. um, stuff but, underneath it. Yeah. But we'll take it back in anyways, and as you were going off yeah. on serious tangents mm. here. Uh, you you said that you used to go and get your tests privately anyway. Yeah. So you were obviously conscious of something in your early 20s. Yeah. Yeah. And like they retested those or whatever for like the trial and stuff like that. And um, those ones came back that they were fine. Those ones were fine. But no, it was the public ones. Then onwards from 25, they weren't fine. So you were grand until you were 25. And it yeah. was then... That it was it was showing. But that's those ones then I was given the wrong results. So you were developing cells at 25. Yeah. That it was you had clear a, yeah. as day. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. So what was that like then? So you were so you're you're obviously in the cycle of going and getting tests, getting the results, so you know what to expect yeah. every now and again in your early twenties. Then you how old were you when you actually got a test and were like, oh, we actually have bad news for you? Never. I had to go in. In 2016, the December of 2016, I was like, I'm telling you. I was like, there is something wrong with me, like 100%. My mum was in my dreams telling me I had cancer. I was like crying walking up the stairs because it was so strenuous. Um, there was one stage there where I couldn't speak for three days. Like my mind was so like, I didn't know what was wrong with me. And I was like, this is not the type of person I am. And like, I could go to bed at half six because I'd be exhausted and I could wake up at eight o'clock and it felt like I hadn't had like a minute's sleep. And I'd be, I'd also have pools of sweat like that the bed would literally have to be stripped and washed down and dried like it was so bad. And I was like, no, I'm telling you, there has to be something wrong. So, and then I had started bleeding near the end and the... The doctor at the time was like, oh yeah, um, oh yeah, I can see something. I think it, it's just probably a polyp. Your last smear test was fine. It wasn't even a year ago. So how old do you hear? About 26, 27? Must have been 20. No, it was 28, was I? It's What's five years ago, basically? What am I now? I'm nearly 30. No, 30. I was 28. Mm. I wasn't that long gone, 28. And... Um, he was like, no, I'd say it's just a polyp. And I was like, no, come here. I was just like, need to send me on. I was like, I can't. And lucky enough, I had private health insurance, which is a big shout out to my dad. Like, um, it's one thing he's always like done for me um, was make sure that like we had health insurance and stuff. Um, and I ended up, that was like the last day going into the Christmas holidays. I mean, it's that's like worse than going in to hospital on the Friday of a bank holiday. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, so it was two weeks then, but it was nearly two weeks in the button and they were like, come up to us or whatever. So I did. And sure, your man knew straight away, but said nothing. Like um, the specialist then that I went to Mullingar. 
And then it was like a week later or whatever, it was off to Dublin after that. And they were like, you're never going to have children again. And um, yeah, it's a hysterectomy. So and I had it then in less than a month. And they, um, they said that it was an extra aggressive form as well, like, and that I was lucky I'd caught it when I did. So, yeah. So this is something that you had since you were 25 and yeah. it's been left untreated for three years. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. They said I'd be dead in a year if I uh, hadn't have found it when I did. And that was just off intuition from you. Yeah. You were like, there's something wrong there. Oh, like, there's 100% something wrong. You say then, ma was coming to you. Yeah, dreams, she yeah. came three times to me and she was right every time. So... Then I had the hysterectomy and mother of sweet, I won't say what, but I ended up having so many things go wrong, complications. I was like fed through tubes in my neck because I had I'd said that there's something wrong. I was just like, I don't feel right. There's something wrong. Did scans? No, no, you're fine. Then I flew for mam's anniversary um, over to London and I took one bite in a restaurant and like passed out, blacked out, vomited everywhere and um, ended up waking up nearly uh, in hospital in London. And they ended up doing an internal ultrasound of me and I was like, but the pain and everything's up here. And they're like, no, you're fine. And I stayed in for the night or whatever and then they just started. But I actually collapsed and I had to crawl up the corridor. I got left because I was like really not well. And I had to lie in London for a week not eating or drinking anything. And I rang home and I, I rang home to the hospital and I was like, I think I have a twisted gut. And um, they were like, right, right, well, look, just try and keep yourself as best you can. Because I couldn't even take a sip of water and I'd be vomiting. And then I'd fly home. My dad collected me from the airport and drove me to the hospital. And then I was rushed straight down to the theatre. And sure enough, not only had my I had my gut twisted, but it collapsed and moulded into the back of where the hysterectomy had been. They said how I had not got um, septicemia over the three weeks that I'd been like that and died was like a freaking miracle. Um, but I woke up with tubes coming out of my neck and everything. They're like, we should remove part of your bowel and stuff. Um, and I was like, I knew well. And they were like, but I knew because I had spoon fed my mum when she had a twisted gut, that's how I knew what it was because like, I'd yeah. seen what she like had gone through um, so like there was so many mishaps and things that went AWOL like that and then it was six months later in September and I was like mom's back in my dreams and they're like no no you're fine you're fine you're fine and it took till March for them to give me a biopsy and they realised I was right that it was back and then um, I did radiation, internal and external. And they got me to try cisplatin, which is like, apparently I like chemos, chemos go. Um, I think 8% of people like try it and wouldn't even know that they have it. It's not one that you lose your hair or anything to, but you have nerve damage, hearing loss, um, nausea and something I think got to do with your kidneys or whatever, but sure all of them hit me like a ton of bricks, like nearly within seconds of it going into me. And so I didn't get to do many of them at all. And I was so incredibly ill and started losing my hearing. And so it had to be cancelled. And they were like, I remember the oncologist, the chemo oncologist was like, we're trying to save you, not kill you. Like, and she was like, so no, that's out. And I was like, because I always said that I didn't think that it was a right choice to do it. But radiation was the backbone of the treatment. Mm. But um, 
I used to sit in the waiting room of the radiation place and the times that I had been had to do chemo like, and I was so sick, I'd be sitting there crying. But I'd be silent crying. And uh, the nurse on used to go, Leslie, Leslie, it's time for radiation. And that made me cry more. And I'd be like, that's not my name, but it's my mom's name. Fuck. Yeah, and she'd be like, I don't even know anyone called Leslie. I don't know why I keep calling you Leslie. And I was like, oh. So back then I was like emotional wreck over it. And now I'm like, oh, that's so beautiful. It's such a sign. <laughs> like, you know, but like it was, they were very tough days. So they were. So about 18 months after I finished chemo and radiation, we were in lockdown. And I was on the phone to my counsellor. That's what I was going to say. Sorry, like, this wasn't that long ago. Like you're only, what, 32 no. now? Yeah, 33, 34 in July, boy. Yeah, 34 oh, but like that's not that long ago, uh, think my daughter's it. 14 in August yeah. no, up here but like you're going, <laughs> like when you're saying all this in, in my head I'm picture this being like 10 years no, ago like oh no, you've come no, so no. far like this was literally uh, yeah not that long ago no so it was like it was like May of 2019 was 2019 the pandemic 2020 2020 was the pandemic sorry um, oh yeah because 2018 April 2018 I did the thing so yeah so I was on the phone to my counsellor uh, and I was like, mm. I was like I'm just not feeling myself again and you know mom's back in dreams the whole bang and I couldn't get through to the hospital because that unit that day unit wasn't open because of the lockdown they didn't open again till late summer and so sure enough went then with uh, one of the girls came up with me and we went, it was actually the day before Haley's birthday, 13th of August. And I was like, I don't feel great again. And they were like, look, it can't be cancer. Never seen you looking so well, Lindsay, blah, blah. And I was like, all right, okay. Another spooky one, boys, right? Pulled into the driveway. And um, we'd gotten to stay in a hotel. So we had beside the hospital because it was for medical. And um, I put up the pictures of us because I was like, nice to mark it. And she'd come with me and all that jazz. And... Uh, Next thing I look down and it says, Leslie Bennett's like this photo. And I was like, what? And I screenshot it straight away. And I was like, that's my mum. And I just looked at her and I said, she's not happy with what they've said to me today. And sent it into the family WhatsApp group. Like it's gone now, but I have the picture still, but it's unlike now. And I sent it into the family WhatsApp group because none of us have mum's passwords. And mum's account has been touched. Like she's nine years gone now at this stage. So... That was probably, she's probably about seven years gone then. And I was like, she's not happy with that at all. I was like, there is something wrong. Like, And then it was probably about another month. I was coming down the stairs and like, I'd have a good pain threshold. I've had nurses come up to me and be like, you know, Lindsay, how's the pain? And I'd be like, it's a good eight now, girls. It's a good eight. And they'd be like, what? You're literally sitting there like calm as day. And I was like, Oh no, I'm freaking out inside. Hey, I'm just you know trying to tell myself you're all right, like. But I was like, no, it's bad, like, and and I just don't really take painkillers. Like I haven't had, I'd say, so much as paracetamol in eighteen months. Like, I don't take medication or anything. Um, and yeah, anyway, I was coming down the stairs, and the pain that shot up through me, I passed out, and I woke up on the ground, which is nearly something that has never happened to me in my life. And I remember ringing, and um, my friend actually just get married and two weeks and two days and six hours and one minute <laughs> okay. um I uh I was I rang her and I was like I'm telling you I'm really sick and they're not listening to me I was like oh my god and she was like 
No, no, I believe yeah, and I wouldn't mind that week. Um, my amazing, I call her my boss lady, but she's not my boss lady anymore. Uh, Fiona, we were going back to work that week, and I was like, look, they wouldn't listen to me when I was up there. I was just like, I'll go take the antibiotics and stuff that I know I need, but I know in another day or two they'll have to be IV and stuff that I need. Um, because I'd had a perforation in my bowel a couple of times as well. She said one time they wanted to slice me up and down my front. They stuck an ND tube up my nose and down the back after leaving me 24 hours laying in A&E. Um, and they were like, we've to slice you open. It looks in the scan like that your stomach is wide open and we're going to have to remove and all stuff. And I was like, hold your horses now. I said, no, 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 no. I said, you go in laparoscopy, have a look, clean up, tidy what you can, come out and then tell me. I was just like, no, no, no. And sure enough, it wasn't my stomach at all. And they cleaned up and I have no scars, no nothing. I didn't need to be sliced anywhere. Um, so, but I knew I didn't. And I also, I was supposed to go to Ibiza that year, but unfortunately my beautiful friend, she passed away um, and we didn't go. But um, in the back of my mind, I was kind of thinking, thank God I was in half away being selfish. That I was like, no, I want to be able to go to Ibiza normal. And then you can take arms and legs and whatever you need to do after that. Just let me have my holiday that I want. But um so I went to work for two days and the pain was probably like about 40% that I was still able to smile while I was like, I think I'm slowly dying inside. <laughs> but um, I then went up. So I did, did the two days with her and went up to the hospital and they scanned me and they were like, no, nah, we don't think it's cancer or whatever. But then they were like, mm, there is actually lesions or whatever, um, or lesions and... Next thing then, they were like, look, go home. I spent a week there. They're like, go home and come back. So, or we'll ring you. So they rang me and said, a while later, you have to get a PET scan. So I says, right. Now keeping in mind, that was September. The PET scan I didn't get till the end of October because of all the lockdowns and the backlogs. And that was even with private health insurance. And it took till the 5th of November. But I, they were having their meeting on the Monday because there was a bank holiday and stuff. So I had to wait. Yeah. And they had a bank holiday and everything. So they did. So I had to wait even longer for them to have their meeting to tell me. So it was, yeah, because October bank holiday. So it was the 5th of November. But I had said to the nurses, just give me a buzz and say, Lindsay, you need to bring someone with you. I said, if it's, you know, what we think it is. And they were like, are you sure, you sure? And I said, come on now. I said, you're looking at me for the last three and a half years. I'd done every single month in the hospital for three and a half years that's how much had gone wrong like and um, so I was like look come on we know each other this stage I said you don't have to say the words I said just let me know so I remember the phone ringing and she was like I'm so sorry she was like bring someone with you so I said no that's no bother and um, yeah I went up and I was told it was terminal and I was told it had spread and that was 18 months after radiation that technically I think works in your body for five years up to that like. And I was like, I know. I was like, I'm not shocked. And then they wanted to give me a double dose of chemo. But I remember like it was like 45 minutes after being told like piece of paper was thrown down in front of me. And it was like, right, sign this. And I was like looking at it and it was like um, anemia, bleeding, hair loss. Um, lung damage, skin damage, skin damage, um, kidney damage, lung damage, like oh, um, hair loss, sores in your, in your mouth, sores in your throat, like all this stuff. And I was like, you're telling me that like th there's a less than 50% chance of this helping me 
to keep it at bay to give me maybe an extra two or three months. And then it was like um, when I was going through all the like reports and stuff that was done that I seen the report saying that there was only really a probability of life of six to eight months, but that they didn't, that they felt that that was a wide number. Yeah, and I read where like my and my cancer has even been tested since um, all that like, and it is the aggressive form. And in the reports, like I was reading where it should be doubling in size at least every twenty one days. The cancer should. Yeah. And I've kept it at bay. I've also got shrinkage, so I had in Mexico and stuff as well, from just going and just completely changing things. So you know, my I'm. Well, you have to give me a lot there at the at the one time, yeah. yeah. So you know when you come back next week for part two. Yeah. <laughs> so do you know when you you told your terminal, I mm. thought do they not say like we don't treat this anymore because it's terminal? Do they not decide not to treat? You see, anymore? you go into palliative chemo. Yeah, is what it's called. That's just literally just to give you. That's just point for isn't it? Yeah. Um. Just to see will it help or it may not help. But you said no because of I said no. No. That's because it's too aggressive, basically, and you're not going to yeah. get. Well, I said, yeah, yeah. Th- like I was like, what sort of person would I be coming out of it? Now, I was like half nearly pretending I was on board, but I knew I was gathering my thoughts. Like the paper was slapped down in front of me, and it was like, right, just sign here. And then I was even reading the small print where it's just like, um, and I accept that this may also cause my death. Yeah. Like I could get one bout of that and die from the chemo. Yeah. And I was like. My favourite line, hold your horses there now. Like, I was like, no, 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 no. And I was going home and I was like, yeah, this. And it was a week later um, that I was going back up and Fiona actually came with me and I had loads of printouts and loads of different stuff done. And they were like, waste of time. Waste time going to any other country um, doing anything else. You're feeling yourself. Nothing is going to work like... Um, that's just cowboy stuff, fairy stuff. You're being silly. I actually had one lad literally laugh in my face. A doctor, like yeah, who had been treating me for a while. I had another doctor who'd been treating me for a while, um, and I asked him, "But why won't it help?" And it wasn't that it wasn't that I was sitting there saying, "Would it help me to get rid of my cancer?" I was asking, "Would it help me build my immune system? Would it help me build the half decent parts of my body?" Like you know, because holistically, I think people don't understand, or some people don't understand. Like holistically, isn't like, "Ooh, you go in, you chill out, and you get all mellow." No, holistically means whole body. Mm. It means you aren't just coming in, targeting, attacking the problem. You are looking at the body of a as a whole to see if it's connected. Is there something that's blocked or that's like causing it to do this? You know, like they say that every part of your body is connected to a certain emotion and trauma and and like trouble and stuff like that. And so that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to build me up. Because I was like, well, if I'm dying anyway, what's the harm in trying to like build me up? And like I was told I'd be in a wheelchair and I'd be bed bound like before I'd even die. You know, and that's why downstairs we converted um, my downstairs bathroom, put the wheelchair door in. We did the shower doors that open up. We, um, I have my motorized bed downstairs with the also the wheelchair um, door going into the room to make sure that I was ready to rock and go. 
Um, because huh, I bought a house and I was supposed to be dead. In May, like May is when technically my time was going to be up and I ended up buying a house instead. And we spent three months like, I uh, cannot thank the builders and the workmen enough because we ripped every room in that house like and got it all done in three months. Like, um, like I had to pick everything in two weeks because I tried actually Pembro immunotherapy. That was something I did want to try. But unfortunately, it ended up making it grow and it didn't. Um, it didn't work for me, but yet it has worked for other people. But I was delighted because, I mean, I think my family were so worried with me going to another country. Like we, we did have a row and that they were like, you know, this is the only thing that's out there. And I was like, but it's not. And, um, and back then it was so for the girls that I was trying to do everything. For the girls, I was trying to look as normal as I could. So I was like, even if I never found a day of treatment or a day of anything to help me, I wanted to die looking like me mm. um, for them. Mm. So that's what I wanted to do. And I was like, I'm not. And I remember asking them in the hospital as well, if I do that and I'm in wreck and ruin, who's going to mind me? And they were like, well, you'll have people. And I was like, well, tell me who the people are. I said, who's the 24-hour round-the-clock hair that I'm going to have? You know? So um, I watched my mum for four years, like, doing it. And it was horrendous. So it was. Um, and she didn't, like, not that she didn't mind, but she was more willing to do it. But no, I was just like, absolutely not. So tell us about going to Mexico then. So you decided yeah. to pull the trigger and know that. So... Yeah, you know, in a pandemic, uh, I had to get an excuse, you know, to go go away. <laughs> you could only go on medical grounds. <laughs> um, which, yeah, I had uh, yeah, I had my first bit of hate when I was over there. And I was like, hilarious, because everyone was like ready to gun for her. Um, she was like, stop posting your stupid pictures, making it look like you're on holidays. And like the eight pictures she'd seen was me with oxygen tubes and me nose and everything like that. But I was after getting good news of shrinkage. And I put up a plate um, of mango and strawberries or raspberries or something celebrating my good news. And that's, you know, that's where I took it a step too far. But like Marty can even tell anyone, like yeah. the only time I nearly ever left that hotel room was to go over to the treatment centre and then I come back. We actually used to get room service every night. I think there was twice that we ever got to eat out and we were there a month. Yeah. Shout I out to Marty Gilford. Ah, yeah. Only got to uh, catch up with him there on Saturday because he was playing in the hometown. Um, which fitted in nicely with his hometown new song. Yeah. Um, so it was so good catching him. I was actually crying when I seen him and I was like, no, no, I'm so emotional. But it was just, it was so good to see him because like obviously with the pandemic then and then I was going different ways. So I wasn't up and down. Like he came to so many hospital appointments and stuff with me. And like he just, oh, he's honestly one of the one of the best friends um, you could ever have. He was just so supportive. So it was so good to see him. But um. You know, and then like I was obviously so scared over in Mexico and, you know, so you had to take me with a pinch of salt, <laughs> mm. you know, but I was like up at the crack of dawn and I was like going and doing treatment for hours on end of loads of different stuff. Like you got a 15, 16 treatments a day, nonstop, back to back, back to back. And so I get in and then I'd be like, I cannot look at anybody now for about two hours. And so he'd be so good. He'd go and he'd do gym, go for a run or he'd do whatever. Um, just to give me that like oh, space. Shit, that's the only physically and mentally going to Yeah, no. Like yeah. That. And the only good the only good thing is is technically there are things that are gonna build you up, but 
when you're not used to that routine yeah. and stuff, like it was so intense. I remember, I think it was about day nine. I was like, we woke up one morning, he goes, morning. And I was like, I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and he was like, all right, okay. I didn't realize we were there. And uh, But like, and I'm not, I'm not a hugely homesick person or ever. I like my home comforts of that. But I'm like, once I know something is a certain length of time, I'm like, that's grand. That's what we've got to do. But I got on that plane not knowing if I'd come home in a body bag or a box like. Mm. And I knew that I was giving up a month with my children that I may never get back like. And at that stage, I'd gone through like November, December, January with being like quizzed for the trial and trying to like do things in Ireland that might help like to keep me alive and stuff. Doing vitamin C and curcumin um, to try and build me up. And so like I knew that I had already gone three months into six months and this was going to take another month. So I didn't know like what was going to happen at all. Like, and mm. I knew I was taking a risk. Whereas I had someone turn around to me and be like, oh, sure, it's easy for you. Like you're wild. Like you've no problem hopping on that plane. And I was like, you joking me. That was one of the toughest decisions I ever had to make in my life. Um, and then the other thing, because that's what I was only saying to Mary, like, because we went for dinner the other night and I was like, do you remember, like, we didn't even know if there was definitely going to be a building at the other end of that plane. Like, there, yeah. We didn't know. Like, I had spoken to people, but I mean, like, I mean, scammers are top notch these days. Like, they could easily have met these few people up that I'd seen that had gone there to, like, ask them how it was, you know? But thankfully it was there. And in my gut, I felt it was going to be there. Um, but you always have that doubt. But that's the always say. Your first thought is your true feelings. And your second is doubt creeping in. So lucky enough, it was there. And it was honestly the best decision and I've got, ever made in my life. You got the positive end of it anyway. Yeah, I did. did. And you got the shrinkage. Yeah. And then that's like... I couldn't get back anyway because there was clot sagas and all that jazz. And then I found Germany, which is obviously a lot closer. Hey, brother. And they're like slightly gentler, more gentle, but they are Is it the same still treatment? good. It's still quite, it's the same treatments, but given in a slightly different way. But like the amazing thing was when trying to find somewhere closer than Mexico was I know what I'm looking for. Yeah. And I know what I need. Whereas when I went to Mexico, they could have said, right, you need to stand uh, on a, in a handstand there for four hours or whatever, chanting, whatever. And I, I'd have done it because I'd be like, all right, do it. Yeah, yeah. Clue, like, you know, yeah. I hadn't a clue. But I understand why they do the things they do and what it is that, you know, you're trying to do. So it was a lot easier but I absolutely I love Germany and like hoping to get back again soon and um, I've done two trips so I have there um, but they the work so there? close with conventional um, hospital over there yeah. as well like I had scans over there and um, I didn't really say anything but they're measuring smaller than what the ones I got in um, Dublin before I left so but positive it was very positive. Yeah. But I just don't go bragging and yeah. shouting about yeah. it and I haven't. So that's um that's fresh news there, lads. You yeah. know, that's debut. Exclusive? Yeah, that's an exclusive. Yeah. That's the word I was well, like, debut. That's positive. an exclusive. It's fucking, it is. Love the fucking but, hair, and you know? Because I was offered 
to have my bladder, vagina, bowels, rectum and anus removed when I came home. And I was like, oh, hell no. Mm. <laughs> I was like, hell no. And I was like, that's just taken out even the good parts of me. And I was like, no, no, no. And like, I was talking to a girl who had that operation and she said that it was the most excruciating pain because what happens, you've ended up tubes coming out everywhere because yeah. you've ever missing. Like, You're in intensive care for yeah. months and months on end. And you have to learn how to walk again and everything. So you do. But, um, that is, yeah. And so I want to ask you a bit of a deep question and, uh, because obviously you can't talk about because you're past that, but you know when you're given, you said you were given six months and this yeah. was going to eat into the time. You've obviously gone past that. It's explored. Yeah. Yeah. What's it like when you get to the six month mark and you've been told you've given, you're, you're, you're told you're yeah, given buy a house. Did you not hear me? <laughs> yeah, but like, you know, yeah. when you get to the actual, like, right, this is D Day, and after this now is bonus. It's What's insane. Like? like, I have done six months now three times. Because I've gone over the eight, just gone over the eighteen month mark, so I have. So I've done six months three times, and I had a, went to have one year still here party, and then Haley went and got COVID, so I cancelled it. And I was just like, "Yeah," and she was like, "No, it's not my fault." But I was like, "It's fine." <laughs> so when you say it's insane, you mean positive or negative? Positive. Like it's just like you want. You, da- you don't. No? You just the first six months, I was like, "Huh." Hence why we were like, "Get this house done." Then the year is like. Wow, I can't believe it. But then I found out. Then I went in, right? Because I was doing the Pembroke, trying the Pembroke at the time, but I didn't get to try it for very long. And I went into someone. I was like, I think we need to stop this. I was like, I feel like my body's telling me that this actually isn't helping. And I was like, so they did an emergency scan. And she was like, it is unbelievable how well you know your body. It was starting to grow again. So it wasn't working. The um, Pembroke immunotherapy for me. So that's why I was like, oh God. So the news wasn't good then. And I was like, right, this is where I went on the search for like trying to find somewhere. I was like, if I can't get to Mexico, I need to find somewhere else. And that's where I found Germany. And thankfully, once again, like it was another amazing decision. And like things are, you know, once again, they're looking good. And the second trip to Germany, it's like something has shifted in me. And How long is each trip? So I did, I was supposed to actually do a month, but I only did three weeks um, the first time. And then I actually did, a, I just did a week the second time because there was so much on mm. that I couldn't, but I just wanted that little top up and stuff. Yeah. And they they had scanned me as well another time. Um, that other second time I went over again, just to just see how things were going. Um, so it's just been amazing and I've I've more and more of the stuff kind of at home that it's really only three out of five infusions that they do over there that I need that I can't get here that um, I think aren't particularly allowed mm. even though they're natural mm-hmm. like they did a sensitivity test I think it cost me like two and a half thousand euro or something like that and um, there was 12 natural compounds that came back and 10 of them were over 60% most of them were in the 70s and 80s which were sensitive meaning that they were a good thing to try for my body against the cancer. So, but, and the top five, two of them I can get, which were what I was doing all along, which is why I think I was able to get it to hold while I was going through the four courts and Mm. um, get to Mexico. So, but three of them I can't. But if I got those three, I wouldn't have to get, go anywhere again. And I mean, it's 10,000 every five days in Germany. 
Or just under 10,000. You know? It's mad because where Stanley earlier, we had Chrissy Dignam on a couple of weeks ago and he was given, what was he given, six months as well, Terrence? Six months back in 2013, I think he said. So he has two types of very rare cancer. One is like a bone cancer, one is a blood cancer. Yeah. And he was saying how he copes with it. It's just, he, he just pretends he doesn't have yeah. cancer. Now, I know that sounds so yeah, like, stupid thing no. to say, just pretend, but that's how he is. And that was nine years ago. Yeah. Nine and a half, what was it, nine years Paddy's day, wasn't it? He said yeah. he was given. Yeah. So nine, just over nine years ago. See, and there that, he is now. That's what shift, shifted in me now. So it has, because I was supposed to go for a scan, I think it was last week or the week before, and I was like, it wouldn't even be for me that I'd be doing the scan. And I think about nine CT scans, six MRIs ago, and two PET scans ago, I was told that I had had way too many scans. And that from them alone, you know, I'll end up starting to nearly get cancer because of all the radiation from them. So, um, and that was before all those scans that I just numbered out, that they were already getting married. And I was like... No, and I was like, my body and my mind is only been going to be like, oh yeah, sure you're sick, like, you know, if you're constantly going for all these. And I was like, and then I was saying to someone, they're like, oh, but what, you know, and I said, well, well, answer me this. I said, who feels well and goes to a hospital? Mm. And I was like, I know myself better than any scan can tell me. And the thing is, if the scan comes back and says it's the same or it's worse, there's nothing going to happen from that. Like, there's no suddenly miracle thing that's going to be offered They're to me. They're just getting told to look. Yeah. So, it's just like, that's what it is. So, mm. it's just like, no. And I was just like, I'm actually just, I I left a voicemail and I was like, yeah, I've decided just to live life and um, enjoy the summer, uh, at least. And I was like, sure, look, if I'm not feeling well, I'll pop in. And that's how I left it um, with Dublin. I think that's what Christy sort of was getting at. It was like, I can sit around and be depressed and be anxious and be worried. Or I can just do whatever I need to do, try yeah, and go exactly. about my days, live a normal life. And now he was saying he doesn't even have a bucket list or anything. He just yeah. like, if something's on, he's I've like, always I want to go had, to that, go. Yeah, yeah, I've always had, say, a bucket list, but uh, it wasn't like, it's always been in my head, but I've been more vocal. It, it, no, yeah. and I've only been more vocal about it from when... Um, I got diagnosed, but it was always in my head. Like, yeah. I mean, I literally, I wanted to do does. the great Greystones walk. I mean, yeah. like, <laughs> you could do that today, though. <laughs> <laughs> you coming? I don't know before. Uh, but like, and you'll do it again. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I think everyone kind of has like these things that they want to yeah. do in their life. Do you know what I mean? Some people want to like see a different part of the world yeah. or whatever. It's just that when you're told you have X amount of time, people are like, fuck, I bet they get that yeah. done. Yeah. 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 Know? But like, yeah. there's no point in living it miserable. Like, as I always said, like, there was some dark days but I let myself have those dark days and mm. more than my agony and um, mm-hmm. uh, response I was like have a few miserable days but then like pick yourself up yeah you know and go on it's like this is what you've been dealt you know and I think as well I was thinking well I was able to live life you know all those times when I knew I had it, but wasn't being diagnosed. Mm. I was still able to survive and stuff. Although, hilariously, I feel 10 times better now, but even though this is supposed to be the worst it's ever been. Mm. But I feel 10 times better. And I have have got my goal of wanting to feel better and boost my immune system. And, you know, I mean, everyone's always like, oh, you must be on so much medication. No, I'm not on anything. Don't take any, like actual medication medication at all 
you have a serious mindset, don't you? Yeah, like, I was going to say... Stubborn bitch from Longford. Do you think yeah. it's because you've, you've, you haven't just accomplished, like... I'm a mother, treatment that's what's wrong. That as well, but, like, you've accomplished, you've actually had a, a bigger fight than just the cancer. Considering yeah. you had to go through court and that, like, the, the shit deal that, that you was, got. Yeah, that was, I've said, that was insane time. And do you want to know, it's like something mental. We were in transition year and I was in that exact... Um, courtroom in transition year up in the balcony watching a murder trial we were brought to in transition year and the weird thing is thankfully I had had that experience like nearly 16 years before that so it wasn't new to you it wasn't new to me and isn't that so insane that like the universe prepares you in little ways so many roundabout things that you're mentioning here and it's mental yeah Mm-hmm. So that's a like, uh, I, I'm generally not a panicker. Like, mm. I'm like, okay, I have me days. And then I'm like, so well, I worked out a plan. I don't know exactly how to get to step 10, but the first three steps don't look too bad. Like, mm. you know? Yeah. And that's kind of the way that I, that I am, yeah. But um, you don't want to piss me off though. No, I wouldn't say yeah. so anyways. No. No. How do you no. feel about it all now, Lindsay? I don't really want to get... Too I deep feel into it because like we are true. I am, um, yeah. I feel like I'm now wanting to be way more in the present, mm. and that's why I was so delighted because I asked the universe. I said, "Look, I've been so honored to be on all the podcasts that I've done, and I absolutely love the one that I only did lately." And I was like, "But it's now time to speak more about the present than to speak about that one topic because it's time to live." You know, and yeah. it's not be as serious anymore. Like that is a part of my life that I have worked so hard for the last 18 months to be where I am now, you know. And that's why I was just smile to myself. And I was like, I'm on the right track when uh, you slid into the DMs. <laughs> and I was like, this is exactly what I'm asking for. Yeah, like, yeah. You know? You've already so, raised a lot of awareness too. Yeah. The whole thing. So now yes, we're sort of like, let me just have a I pause. have people literally ask me to work out treatment plans and stuff for them all the time. And I was like, I'm not a doctor. I can only ever tell people what I've done. Yeah. I'm, and the only reason I was able to do it is because it's what felt right for me. I don't know what feels right for anybody because I'm not in their shoes. I don't know how, you know, everybody feels them. Yeah. Yeah. We get 100%. we get a lot of that sort of stuff. It's yeah. like, oh, what will I do here? I'm like, mate, that's yeah. a doctor there. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like 100%. we can advise you on what yeah. we would do in that situation, but don't we're not. Yeah. Hilariously, my sister sent a picture um the other day and she was like, Oh, I don't know what this is. And I was like, Oh, I think that's, you know, X, Y, and Z. And then she was like, all right, well, I'm going to go to the doctor. And I was like, yeah, well, I'm no doctor or whatever. And then she came back. She's like, yeah, the doctor thinks it's what you said it is. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, I do have some experience the last five years. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Bennett, can you imagine? <laughs> Come out, would you, what do you think about the age of a smear test being 25? Do you think it should be lowered? I think it should depend on the person. I think it should depend on whether you're sexually active, whether you're on the pill and whether you've had children. I think, it, like, I mean, there's 30-year-olds out there that have probably never even had sex. And you see, the HPV virus is generally the reason a lot of the times of why a, wo- a woman will, you know, can get cervical cancer. So I think that it should be made not necessarily in age, but circumstances. circumstances. Yeah. 100%. It's, just, it's you know? the same with the breast cancer check as well. Yeah. yeah. So we, we had, had Carly yeah. Mahadi on here and 
She was actually our first guest on episode three. Yeah. And she's three. Yeah. Purple. <laughs> she's, uh, she's a breast cancer survivor as well. And but she's she's a big uh, advocate trying to like get that, that breast check lowered because that yeah. the age for that is 50. Well, like, forced breast check. She well, yeah, forced my, breast check. My mum died at 58 from breast cancer. Mm. Like it, it, was, it was missed. It's shocking it is like... You just assume like when a woman, yeah. every and woman she was in her 40s when her cancer got sent off to be tested. They said she was in her mid 40s at least when she got it. Like, and she wouldn't have been able to get that checked then, like, because the age is 50. Like, mm. like how no. does it make doctor sense? Doctor said he tested it and he didn't. Mm. He said he honestly believed it was a cyst then when she came back to him. Yeah, that's it's funny because when you said there, right, uh, who feels well and goes to the hospital, I actually yeah. remember when we started the podcast, and it's the, we started this podcast in November 2020. And that week, I went and got the full health screen. Yeah. I got the full NCT, yeah, yeah. top, head to toes, and uh, Willie and all everything. Uh, so they yeah. done the bloods, the blood pressure, heart scan, everything. And uh, you won't check me balls. She gave me a testicular yeah. check, and I was like, "This is mad!" And like yeah. we had a laugh and a joke on the podcast about it was the first episode. I was like, "The balls in her hand." <laughs> it, yeah. So like I was in a room with this doctor, and she. Good looking doctor, mm. and she was like, I'll give you a testicular check. And I was like, What the fuck is going on here? This is madness, like in my head. <laughs> and we were talking because we saw you. the funny side in it, yeah. But then, like, we were getting messages after, and like, Well done, lads, highlighting yeah. that, encouraging people to go Unbelievable, and Unbelievable, yeah. And I was like, In a roundabout way, we have because there is a serious fucking thing, yeah. like, and something. So, a friend of mine recently he had been diagnosed with testicular cancer, and uh, the fellow I know literally all my life went to kindergarten together. He got one kindergarten. Are you in America? Oh no! What the fuck? That's what, what you was calling play school. Play school. Yeah, it was kindergarten. Listen, if you're from my area, it's the kindergarten. Trust me. No one oh, calls right. it the play school. It's the Singer. kindergarden. Yeah, maybe. Right. I suppose you don't the have German a dummy, but pacifier. <laughs> yeah, it's a soda. But anyway, sorry, you were saying so. You're so French. we got uh, one of his testicles removed, and turns out now it's spread actually. And so we're like, everyone who was in school with him all his mates, and we're all out to get a free. Yeah. So everyone's checking. Well, like some of the lads have been to the doctor and they're like, oh, will you, will you give us a check? And the, the doctor said, you can actually check yourself. It's very easy to do. Yeah. Just give them a little check whenever in the shower or whatever. I'm like, I'm actually saying this intentionally to fellas who yeah. will listen to this. Or girls, if you're seeing somebody, tell them, yeah. check your balls because there is very common with fellas. Yeah. I think, isn't it, testicular cancer is one of the most common. Yeah. Them, it was the and most prostate before. is huge Yeah, well it's one of the most days. treatable as well though. Yeah, so you can it. catch it early. Yeah. <laughs> So, so you need to make sure you're checking, like you know, like yeah. and that's what I'm saying. Like if yeah. you get in there early, like but uh, now Lindsay, you like the reason why we don't want to cringe is because you fought a good fight. You like literally you have done, you've achieved something for on behalf of a lot of women, a lot of women who actually aren't around to do this anymore. Um, you've had to plan your own funeral. Yeah, you're a very strong person, but it's like it's weird because you were told you were terminal, but. In a way, it's like an old part you has died and now you're into a new Absolutely. life. Absolutely. I'm literally like a new person um, in like so many ways. Spe- like my mind, I just, I don't have any time for nonsense especially anymore. And I'm just like, all right. And I'm just so go with the flow that like problems come. Like I could have been like, oh my God, lads, I can't find my car and be freaking out. I was laughing down the phone to you instead of getting stressed about it. Like one thing I have to, oh, has been a game changer for me as well is the Wim Hof breathing. I'm mm. um, doing summer breathing um, on a Tuesday night and it's unbelievable how much it like chills your body out. Yeah. And like I have serious problems with veins and stuff and 
it takes a couple of goes to ever get a vein. But I've literally been breathing into my veins and saying nothing and breathing out. And the last five times that I've been getting infusions, they got a first time in no bother like. And it's only since I started doing the breathing. It's the first time ever that um, someone's been able to nearly get it first mm. go. And it's because it's just completely changed. It's like something has just shifted. It's a, it's a different life. Yeah, see, I think it's because you had that big obstacle in your way of the court yeah. case and you achieved it. And you're like, right now that's out of the way, I'm free. Yeah. Do what you want, you know what I mean? This is how stubborn I was, right? We were in mediation and oh, it must have been 12 or 14 hours in mediation, so we were. So it was like coming to like crazy o'clock in the morning. And I remember my solicitor turned around and she was like, do you know what, like, if you're tired, we can go home and um, we'll come back tomorrow. And I just looked at her and I said, I'll sleep on the floor in this hotel conference room and you can wake me up. Um, we are finishing this. We are not going home and doing anything like having to sleep and having to come back again. We are finishing this two day and two night, no matter what time it is in the morning. I said, I'm not leaving here or whatever. And that's just the way that I am. I'm like, you've just got to do the stuff to move on. Because a lot of people like you know, something happens and they're like, oh my God, can't deal with that, can't deal with that. But the quicker you deal with something, the quicker you're through it. Yeah, quicker you grow. You know, yeah. and like, and sometimes it is good to take a couple of days or whatever, but it's better just to do things like head on and get it done because you might know, but it's sitting there, you know, and it's weighing you down. Mm. And, you know, it's just better to face things, no matter how scary they are. Mm. How much you? Yeah, I don't, I don't really know what else to say. You mm. said it all. Yeah, I have. Like, I, I don't know what to be saying here. It's inspiration. Like, I really uh, missed out where it is. Like, you know, it's actually a mad one. But. Yeah. How do you feel about Raw Lindsay? And it's a weird way I feel like it happened to someone else at this stage. Like, mm. um, I'm just glad that there's been good to come out of it. Mm. Um, glad that there's people going for more smear tests. Imagine in Longford, um, one of the lads was chatting to um, the doctor and the doctor was like, ever since that Lindsay Bennett one um, was on the telly, we were in there, we cannot keep up with all the smear tests they're That's trying to do and they're booked out, yeah. It's great. It was, yeah, it was unreal. Um, but it's like really surreal because like I've, I'd have people coming up to me in the street that I wouldn't know and they'd be like, how are you? And I'm like, I don't know you. And then I'm like, they asked me how I am. I was like, oh yeah, I'm doing good. But like, that's another thing that I realised. I always used to be like, Asher, I'm not bad. But talking in a negative way, even though you don't mean it in a negative way, is not good. Because the universe here is bad, 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 bad. They, it doesn't hear the negative words. So you know when you're like, can't wait to go to Ibiza. It hears wait, 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 instead of the can't bit. And that you're actually excited. So, I do like nearly say novels trying to get around a better way to say, say something say, without using the negative. I'm looking forward to it. I see, that's what I've learned. <laughs> that's one so example that of one thing. That That's what I do say. That is one thing I say. Mm -hmm. But I've noticed so many things I'm like, oh, us Irish people, we literally start with a negative to say a positive. Mm, yeah, we don't fear and stuff. Yeah. It's no, but yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah. yeah, speaking of negative, right, I just I had something that's itching me and I said to Terence I was gonna say it, but I won't say it, but I'll ask a different question. What do you think about them not apologizing? 
pressure. It's not going to change anything that happened. Um, I think they they made an attempt, but it doesn't make me better. And like, who's actually apologising? Mm. Like for me, who's the person that put down the wrong smear test result? Who's the person that tested my slide? Like, what's, it's not going to make much of a difference to me. Like, even the person who stood up and read the, like, attempted apology that wasn't a full proper apology in court. I didn't know her. And she didn't know me. And she's actually nothing got to do with it. So an apology to me would mean more coming from the person who actually did the damage not the organization or the company or whoever but the person who actually did it I'm so sorry I absolutely destroyed your life um for a couple of years there and you know you should be dead but you're managing to stay alive fair play to you um like that's the person who I would appreciate more an apology from so for them to stand up and read out what they did, it changes nothing. Um, does an apology mean more to other people? I'd say so. But for me, it's like, what can I do? It doesn't change anything. And it's not the actual person who did the damage. Yeah, it doesn't change a lot, but it's just to recognise the wrong deal. Yeah. Exactly. Take yeah. an no, just, that. Take, just take her on board. Look, this isn't yeah. sorry. Yeah, it didn't but, have yeah. to happen. Hold her hands up here. But. Yeah. And do you know what I think made it worse when they were asked, would you apologise? And then they just didn't address oh, that. And that, yeah. that makes it worse. I've seen that naughty Nelly. Like, mm. If Karen's done something wrong and he didn't apologise, I'd say grand, I'd be like, but if I said to you, are you not going to apologise? And then he went off and then still didn't apologise. That's 20 times worse. Yeah. yeah. So Yeah, look, that's, that's their <sighs> issue. And that's what they have to lay their head down at night and think about. Um, I remember there was a sneaky nearly dig put up about how, you know, oh, there was a tribunal, not like, you know, they don't have to go to court. But I had to go to court because I had private smear test results. That's why I couldn't be part of a tribunal. And they tried to, you know, you know, sneaky, dirty me like that to say, mm. well, that girl didn't have to go there. Oh, no, I did actually. Mm. You know, so. So say things like that. That's what it's I was like. like Why yeah. even say that? Like, well, like yeah, you're, you're showing your true colours here. Like, yeah. you've, Dug your heels in. Yeah. But there's no proper training. I personally feel there's no proper training in common sense mm. in how countries and stuff should be run. And I know that we come at people being like, oh, they're disgraced. They don't run it properly. But there has to be a reason why it's run the way that it, it is. is. Yeah, There has to be something behind it all. And as I said, that's my opinion. And that's just my thoughts because like sometimes you're like, is there no common sense in the world at all? Well, that's the problem with common sense. It's not common enough. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not. It, it's really, really not. Mm. Well, Lindsay, as Tyron said, you're an inspiration. You're a I'm legend. I'm blushing now. Thanks for coming in to talk to us. Thanks uh, for having me. It's been a world one. Next yeah, trip, right? Longford. Yeah. yeah. We'll do a part two down we'll Longford. Yeah. Longford now and a half an hour. I'm all up my feelings, yeah, but we'll go to Longford. <laughs> we'll just wait for the whole, whole car to finish charging. <laughs> 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 we're, going down, we're having a gone for a point after this. You want I to just got validated, so you know. Yeah. Been we're going for a point off. after this. You want to bust down with Lindsay? Something yeah. what we're going to be doing now every yeah. Monday after our oh, podcast. Yeah, I'll have a ginger ale on the rocks. We're yeah. going down for a non alcoholic no, Guinness. Yeah. Where to go? To what we're doing? Do Summer tradition. Have, do you know what I bought um, the other day for that non alcoholic Guinness? Yeah, top of the range, isn't it? That's yeah. what we drink now. Yeah. 
I won't be drinking it, but look, I'll have Split it with me. But, but I literally only bought, I bought eight cans of it as well. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> right, we'll wrap this one up then. Yeah. Episode yeah. 76. Take us out there, Kino. Boom. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app. The Hip Knocker. Come down.